Jealous from Nick Thomas Show. Here giving you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And I'm here with my guy. Ryan G's in the building. That's right. In the building talking to Nick's right after Thanksgiving. How's your Thanksgiving, man? How's it been? How's it been? Man, I mean, Thanksgiving was good. You know, mom stood down, the family came over, everybody ate, everybody was full, everything was great. Okay, all right, me too. I had the greens, beans, <laughs> I had all that. Yes, you name it. I had it on the plate. <laughs> Macaroni and cheese doubled up. That's oh. right. My sister was like, oh, don't take most too much macaroni and cheese home. Blah, blah, blah. She went to sleep. I took some home. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it went down. That's how it's going down. You gotta take what you can. You gotta take what you can, man. Always gotta take what you can. Especially the mom's mac and cheese. She's only making oh. it once a year. Come on. Exactly, yo. What you mean? It's a special occasion, yo. Yeah, what you mean? <laughs> special occasions. Scoop, extra scoop, we ain't looking, and another exactly. scoop. Exactly. You know, mom's made it more than enough for everybody. You know? You know? And you can't catch me anyway. I'm faster than you. <laughs> that is a fact. Word. <laughs> but yeah, I hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving Knicks fans. Uh, I did, and of course, you, you know, if you was following the Knicks, we have won three in a row. Yes, sir. Clevered up the Knicks are busy at getting busy. Clap it up, clap it up. Clap it up, clap it up. And some of you are just like, Bruh. Zion, dog, Zion, where's Zion? We were supposed to get him, now he's going. Y'all won three in a row, what the hell? We gonna uh, talk about it, though. Yeah, later on in the podcast. Later on we're talking about it. We gonna talk about thinking, we gonna talk about all of that stuff. But before we even get to that, there's news in the sector. <laughs> Some very interesting news. Very interesting news happening in in NBA world. We talked about it a little bit last week. Number one pick last year. Yes. Markel Fultz is available. Sixers, are, are they, they're, they're saying he's not going to be back. They're going to let him go. Yeah, they, they basically their words are, Fultz is not a part of our future plans. Damn. <laughs> they gave up on that guy quick, fast, and early. Word. <laughs> Whew, like, oh, it's like, you know what? You can't find that bra. I can't, I can't. I, Bruh. I was, I was not looking for the bra. Oh, I was looking. Oh. That's what I was looking for. I was All looking, right. Yeah, because what's sad? You know, he's the number one pick. Yeah. He thought it was going to be higher. And then things had arrived. But then you also hear that the Knicks huh. are interested. Whew. Yeah. I know we kind of touched on this last week. Yeah. And I also know that um, Knicks fans really want Fultz here. I know that for sure, too. But what do you think, Ryan? <laughs> First of all, I want to ask those Knicks fans, I want, why? <laughs> I mean, like, the way I look at it, I'm like, look. Fultz is obviously going through some things in Philly right now. You know, people saying that it could be the shoulder problem not fully healing. It could be Correct. him going through mental problems. Correct. Whatever the situation may be, you never know. Maybe Fultz might need a new, you know, a new senior, a new beginning somewhere. You know, maybe in Philly, for whatever reason, it's not working. Maybe he was mismanaged or whatever the case may be. 
maybe him going to a new city will help rejuvenate him and show the potential that... That's possible. You know, that people thought that he had when he was picked first overall last season. That is very possible. Like, like this... Listen, man, here's the thing. I had an opinion last week that I was very strong about. I did not want to false on the Knicks. Mm-hmm. But my reasoning was, if you heard me talk about what we should do, my I was thinking about Courtney Lee. Yeah. Trading Courtney Lee to the 76ers because the Sixers need shooting. I know uh, Courtney Lee hasn't really played well this year. He hasn't played at all he this year. He hasn't played at all. Right. So it's still, you know, it's... Can he still shoot that? What was he shooting last year? I think something like forty percent from three, something pretty good. Yeah, um, is is needed. They traded, they traded all seventy six. Traded all their shooters mm-hmm. to get Jimmy Butler on the squad. They're sorely missing shooting. They're missing depth, and they need that. Yeah, um, it cha- it kind of changed their timeline a little bit on development. I mean, I mean, the way I look at the way I look at it right now, it's like Embiid and Simmons, like both of them are ready now. Both, so right, so it's like. You already know with that young core right there, like yeah, as a team you're ready to win now. So it made sense to to trade for Jimmy Butler, and right now Fultz ain't really on the same timeline as Ben Simmons and Embiid. You know he's he's a, he's a bit a bit behind right now. Exactly, which is probably why they're thinking to trade him because he's like he's not on the same timeline. Yeah, as everybody else. When you when you trade a thirty year old Jimmy Butler. The timeline speeds up a little bit. Exactly. Because you're right, all right, he's 30. How many years does he have left? Maybe three, four. You would think, you know, in a couple of years, uh, Embiid and the rest of those guys over there will develop even more and, and Falls is a little further behind. He might need a little, I don't know, he might need uh, three, two, three, four years. Who knows? He needs more time, though. Yeah. Which is why some Knicks fans are saying, bring him here. Hmm. We over here. Yeah. We got seven wins. We didn't have seven wins a few days last week. Yeah, we just started We just, we just started winning recently. We, we just started getting yeah. on that road, baby. We just started rolling. Yep. But Knicks fans are thinking, which I can't blame. Mm-hmm. Seven wins, three wins, whatever. Our point guard situation is murky. We have this young point guard here who's unproven, mm-hmm. but he's a, he's a project. Maybe just bring him on the squad. He's a first-round pick. Maybe we can get something out of him. Yeah. And you know what? Pretty sound logic, especially from a tanking team. Yeah, exactly. And then on top of that, I mean, look at what Fizda has done with the young players on the squad already. Look what it... Listen, man. I'm going to say this right now. I call Fizdale future coach of the year beginning of this year. I was thinking maybe might be closer to next season mm-hmm. when we have the record to like really show what he's really been doing. Yeah, but uh, we'll see what happens this season. We'll see. We'll see how crazy it gets if this winning streak is something or like a or a fluke or whatever. Yeah, but man, Fizz is gonna be a future coach of the year. I'm, mark my words. But yeah, if you see what he's doing with Moutier. Oh, especially Moutier. Dog. <laughs> and we'll get into all the details of Moutier yeah. talk in a minute. But if you've seen what Viz is doing to Moutier, you start to think. Can he do that to Fultz? Can he do that? What can he do with a number one pick? Yeah. Like, Fultz came into this league shooting threes. Uh, pretty good score. I think it's like 42% from three in college. Pretty good score. He had like a triple-double last year. Yeah. 
at the end of the season. You know, Grant is the end of the season. We got a triple-double. Yeah, you know, the Sixers already secured their spot in the playoffs. Right, right, right. It's meaningless game. Meaningless games, you know. Sometimes the pressure is off. Yeah. But maybe he can... See, here's my thing. The reason I said I wasn't sure about faults was like, because Ryan said, I, one, I wasn't sure about his shoulder. Yeah. The shoulder thing scares me a lot. Yeah. Like the, the, like, the stories are so all over the place. Have you heard the stories, Ryan? I don't know about the stories, but all I know is that the way full shoots, shoot, shoot, the way full shoots the ball now, he was not shooting like that in college. No, like he his, was like his shooting form changed completely. It's crazy because he was projecting number one pick. It was like yeah, it was unanimous. We did a we did a show here talking about him. How he was like, oh yeah, false none. Yeah, yeah, he's next. gonna be number one. Yeah, yeah, next because it seemed like he had a complete package going. Yeah. So what, uh, yo, dog, dog? You know the craziest rumor I heard. I'm not emphasis on rumor. I don't know if it's true or not. Mm-hmm. What I heard was he got into. He might have gotten into an accident, like oh. a motorcycle accident. Yeah. I, actually, I did hear about that. I didn't know it was a motorcycle. Was, I thought it was or a Or maybe it might be a BMX accident or, or motorcycle accident. I think I, I think I heard motorcycle. Uh-huh. Don't quote me on this. And then I might have messed up his his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, I also heard that Fultz is a daredevil. <laughs> daredevil. Not dare. Not not Marvel <laughs> Comics Daredevil. All right. <laughs> Season three is popping though. If you want, if you want to get yo. Daredevil? Yeah. Have you, you, you watched Daredevil? I've only watched the first season. I didn't dog, get to the, la- the dog, um, last you two are sl- You slipping, dog. <laughs> you are slipping. That is the best. Man, listen. I got to catch up yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. Season two and three. Catch that. But yeah, he's a Daredevil, meaning he likes... He, he loves BMX biking. He likes doing tricks. He <laughs> likes doing somersaults. He, that's one of his passions. And a theory is... We don't know if it's true or not. I don't know how true this is. Uh huh. A theory is he heard his shoulder doing some type of biking thing, and the Sixers are covering it up. And now he can't raise his shoulder the way it is. See, if this is true, come on, folks. This ain't no X Games. What are you doing, my guy? I mean, this is we can't. You can't. You can't scold him. We don't know if it's true or not. We don't know. I, I, I know. I know. I, I, if it's true, I, yeah, I, I, I got that, you. That, that's why I preface by saying if, if it's, it's true. true, we don't know if it's true. <laughs> but if it is true, and it's just the injury thing, mm-hmm. then it's like how severe is the injury? Yeah. It's just we give him time, and then you know he'll be he'll be back to being real false. And if that's the case, in a couple of years, he might be balling. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we have a number one pick, a number five pick, and a number four pick. <laughs> got, got all these top picks together. Exactly. All these top picks are balling. But um, what I was saying last game, last show though, was I was afraid I wanted to trade Courtney Lee for an expiring contract, not false. Yeah. Only because I had one eye on Durant. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, one eye on the rent, and I wasn't sure in my mind if we actually made that trade for faults and not get Courtney Lee's um salary off the books mm-hmm. that we wouldn't have enough for Durant. Yeah. Now, the way things are right now, to get the rent, we would have to shed Courtney Lee's contract. And yo, shout out to JB for letting me know all the details. I hit him up. The co- the the um. JB from Knicks Film School. 
AKA the capologist. <laughs> he broke it down for me a little bit. And basically he said, <clears throat> so based on the projection of the renouncing the free, they have to renounce all the free agents. Yeah, that, but that, yeah, that's the obvious. Yeah, they have to renounce all the free agents. Yeah. Like, not the core, but like the Burks, yeah. Vonleys, Marios, Lance. Yeah, everybody. I know that hurts your feelings. Waving nah, Lance. It's not hurting my feelings right now. I, don't, 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 don't get emotional. So don't, get so emotional. <laughs> don't get so loud, Ryan. Don't. It's not hurting my feelings right now, though. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just. You, I know. I know you mad. I know you. I know you sad, Ryan. I know you want to play the sad music because Lance might be gone to get Durant. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I don't know. Ain't nobody gonna miss Lance. Uh, <laughs> the way Nick's going right now, ain't no one missing Lance. Yeah, three game winning streak. But yeah. <clears throat> But back to what I was saying. Even if we did all that and we get a top five pick, we'd be short six and a half million for Durant. If we had to sign KP to, to Max. So that, because you know, and, that top and, five and, pick costs and, money. And, and, and that's not including Fultz being traded here, right? Yeah, that's not including Fultz being traded here. Now, if we, get, if we traded Fultz here and we didn't take money back, Mm-hmm. We would still be short about three and a half million. So shout out to Nick's Film School for that, for, for letting me know. We will have you on this show when we actually have the cold feature in and popping. Is we're gonna have you on talking all this stuff. Word. Uh, so yeah, shout out to Nick's Film School. They 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 they're doing well, charting high on iTunes, real high on iTunes. So yeah. Um. So with that being said, it's like man. It seems like the road to Kevin Durant coming to the Knicks is. Very narrow. Yeah, it sounded kind of difficult. Yes. Like, especially if you look at what we're doing right now, right? You're looking at our pieces. You're looking at how the plays are going. You're looking at who's producing. Von Lay, do you want to keep Von Lay? I mean, shoot, the way Von Lay's balling this season, I don't see why not. All right. So now we're keeping Von Lay. How, how much is Von Lay going to cost, realistically? <laughs> exactly. Big man who can shoot threes, play defense. And he's young on top of that. And he's too. young on top of that. Yeah, Nick's gonna definitely probably gonna have to give him a bigger contract than what he's earning right now. That's a fact. That's a fact. Hey, Trey Burke's a free agent. Do you wanna see Trey Burke back? Again, like Trey Burke, he's a viable piece. I mean, even even if he's not a starting point guard, I, I do think like he would be good off the bench. But at the same time, it's gonna depend on for me. It's gonna depend on who the Knicks get in free agency. Because if we bring in a point another point guard like Kyrie Irving, for example, then I think Trey Burke is expendable in that case. Right, but if you don't get no Kyrie, then yeah, you keep Burke. Exactly, and then we have Mario. <laughs> what I'm, about Mario? How do you feel about? <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, how you? How do you I, I feel? Mean, I, mean, I mean, at this point in the season, from what I've seen so far, that man can walk. I, I wouldn't care. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that means so so when you start to think about that and the cap breakdown, how much money are you gonna have to spend? Bare minimum, Vonley. Mm-hmm. I personally would like to have Trey back. Um, and, and then you also have to think, Franklin Lakina. How? What is, is next year's, like, option year? No, it's, no, he, Franklin Lakina will be on the books. All right. 
But it's like, how invested are you in Frank? Also, oh, no, what? I forgot somebody. Moutier. Moutier will also be a free agent next season. The uh, way he's playing. Again, it's going to depend It's gonna depend on free agency. If we bring in another point guard, then again, Moody is expendable. But if the Knicks don't bring in a point guard, then obviously you have to consider keeping Moody because Moody has improved this season. I mean, I know, we've, I know we've all gotten on him from last season's performance, but this season he's balling. So it's like it's hard to really hate on him this season. Dog, the doo-doo is off. Yeah. <laughs> the doo-doo is off. There is no doo-doo on Moody no more. Nah, Moody, nah, Moody is clean. Look, he's looking like an NBA player out yeah, there. Yeah, man, Moody is clean. Clean shaven. Yes. No smears, no nothing, dog. Cleanliness is close to godliness. Yeah, man. <laughs> Moody the god. <laughs> we got we to think of a nickname for Moody when he's playing well now. Yeah. We got to think of another one. For real. And we, we were tired of the, the Moody one for, like, we are tired for now. Yeah, for now, it's retired. And we'll even retire for a bad game or two or three. Yeah, I mean, I think he's earned that. He's he's earned it to where, you know, if he has one or two bad games, like, all right, we, you know, we, we'll let that slide. Yeah, you're going to let that slide. But, but, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but now if it gets to, like, five, six games in a row, that's like, yeah, you back to booty. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back to the she. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so when you think about Markel Fault, you gotta consider all those factors. Like, damn, are we gonna have playing time mm-hmm. enough for him to develop another guy who has confidence issues or shoulder issues, whichever one it is? Mm-hmm. Um, do you believe his shoulder is gonna be healthy? Yeah. Do you believe Durant's not gonna come here? Yeah. Even though I'm not speaking that to exist. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is, if we are intent on signing Von Ley and possibly one of our and if you're intent on, on signing Von Ley and possibly Moudier or Trey Burke, one or the other, mm-hmm. or both, then I guess it makes sense to try to make a move for Fultz. Yeah, because, I mean, we're not going to have the money to really sign a max player in that case. Exactly. So, I mean, it is what it is. So that's what really, my thinking was last week was I thought, you know what, we need to clear money for, for Durant. But once you see the whole picture and... Mm-hmm. Do the dollars and cents is like, okay, it's not it's not looking as likely. I but mean, you know what it is too. I wish I had that option to do it towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because right mm-hmm. now they're, they're shopping them now. Like I really want to see what we have. Mm-hmm. You know what is Moody gonna turn into? Yeah. What is Trey Burke gonna turn into? What is Frank gonna turn into? Is it, are they gonna make me feel even better about? putting all of our energy into these point guards or mm-hmm. guards and developing them moving forward instead of putting money into somebody else. Yeah. Who possibly has a bad shoulder. Hmm. Yeah, I mean... I go back and forth, man. Yeah. <laughs> I go back and forth because it does make sense considering certain circumstances. But also, also like, also kind of like the guards that we have, I like what they're developing. Like, I like mm-hmm. that Trey is a dog... Yeah. You know what I mean? Ever since that axe comment happened with Fizdale, the Knicks team has turned around. Trey Burke is balling right now. He's not letting these guys lose. He feels like one of the common influences in the game. Yeah, he's back to being Mr. Steal Your Minutes. He's back. Yeah, man. Oh, wait a minute now. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't singing though because I got a sore throat. So, oh. yeah, so that's going to that's gonna have to say for another podcast. But we got to... <laughs> 
I miss it still your minutes. Yeah, so we got that though. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's going to have to take place today. Mrs. Mrs. Stadium is back. Yes. Hitting clutch shots. We'll get to that later though. So yeah, I, I new information that kind of changed my mind a little bit. I think I would. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not saying 100. I would. Mm-hmm. I still want to see what these other guards have to give me. I still want to see Frank. Frank kind of turns out. I still want to see what Moutier does. I still mm-hmm. want to see Trey Burke. He's looking promising as well. Yeah. Like, can we give Trey? And I'm giving like Trey. People acting like Trey Burke is 100 years old now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, dude's still young boy. He's like, what, 25, 26? Yeah, he's like 25, like 26. So he still would, like, if we give him some money mm-hmm. to, like, stay with the team, he still, like, got, like, five years to, like, yeah. grow with the team and turn it around and, like, be with a, be with a contending team. Mm-hmm. Like, if we do that, if we're getting bringing faults in here, that means one of these guards probably going to have to go. Yeah, that is true, because the backcourt's going to be crowded. That's a fact. You know what? I just really wish we, we could make that decision later, man. Yeah, I really I, want to. I, I really I, want to see what we have here, man. Yeah, I mean, as as one as project said, at a time, it's not enough minutes to go around. Yeah, as you said, it's going to be tough, especially with the Knicks having an eye on free agency, where you want to free up enough cap space to see if you could possibly sign a max player, and knowing that if you bring in somebody like Fultz, who got years left on his contract, that's going to mess up the whole. Or at least, or at least, it's gonna put the Knicks in a tougher situation where where they have to move salary in case that you know creates yeah. enough space to sign a max player. So I don't know. It's gonna be tricky right now. It's gonna be. It's definitely gonna be tricky. It's definitely gonna be tricky. Keep your eye on um, a couple of dates. December fifth. Uh, Alonzo Trier. We gotta make a decision. Make a move. Yeah. Cut somebody. Trade somebody. And I think December fifteenth. Is when we can trade people, new people, new free agents like Von Lay. Mm-hmm. It's me, Mario. We can move those pieces. Yeah, Mary might be gone. If someone would take him, you think someone's gonna take him? <laughs> I mean, somebody out there gotta be a fool. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you looking in that mirror right now, dog. You looking at, looking at it's not working out. <laughs> free dot. It's not working out right now. Free dot. Free dot. Free dot. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's not looking pretty. At, at the same time, though, it's like he's in the starting lineup and the Knicks are actually winning games. So, I mean, like, if... And 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 seeing the type of coach Fisdale is, if something's going good, he ain't changing that, so... Nah, yo, he's it, like, I'm gonna rock this one. Exactly. So, he, I can't see Mario being... I can't see Mario being benched right now unless, like, he has, like, a real, like, OD stinker where it's like, you know what, nah, I gotta put in somebody else in, instead of Mario into the starting lineup. You know what? I was gonna talk about Moody at first, but we, since we're here, we're gonna talk about the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now, here's the thing with Mario, yo, in the starting lineup. Like, okay, first of all... I'm gonna say this. Shout out to Fizz for uh, being a mad scientist. Yes. Because he got a lot of criticism, a lot of criticism on Nick's Twitter, a lot of criticism in general because he's he's changed the starting lineup. Uh, somebody pointed out that Frank Lukina, Dotson, uh, Von Ley, Mitch Robinson, who am I forgetting? Tim Hardaway Jr. And Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, are like tops in the NBA. I don't want like tops in the NBA in their lineup. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they looked at them. It's like, yeah, but we were losing. 
<laughs> like take that for data. It's like, all right, that's cool. We have the cool, cool stats. And but I mean, uh, and to be real about it, like when Fizz decided to change that lineup, like I think, I think like the previous game before he um changed the lineup, like the Knicks got smacked like one fifteen eighty six to the Magic. I think yes, with that starting lineup. So I mean, you you could you could, I'm even though I didn't want Fizz to change the lineup, I could kind of understand it because it's like if you get smacked by twenty nine to the Magic, something. She- yeah, you know, something's kind of off there, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Something's a little bit off, something's a little bit awry. Yeah. But it has so much potential. I still feel like that lineup could eventually work. Yeah. But um, maybe, you know what it is, too? Those players aren't developed yet that, all the way. Yeah, that is true. Like, the only player that's, like, really far in his development is probably Tim, Tim Hardaway Jr. Exactly. So I think... In that lineup's prime? Oh, yeah. I think, like, next year or mm-hmm. or two years from now or whatever, yeah. I think that lineup could really smack people. Yeah, that would have to be a second unit, though, because KP's going to have to be inserted. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. I mean, you can switch out KP and Mitch, maybe, or something like that, have a KP, Vonley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be... It'll be, it'll be interesting to see KP and Mitch on the same court together. That would be interesting, too. Yeah, that would be interesting. That would definitely be interesting. It's like somebody got to learn to rebound up. That's all. I keep saying that. Yeah. Somebody has to get more than five rebounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I say Vonley. Yeah. But, yeah, I, yeah. The the KP Mitch thing, I think that can work in some stints. And then when when Mitch actually develops into like a full grown NBA player who doesn't yeah. do the stupid foul stuff, and yeah, that would be nasty. Word. But yeah, where was that going with it? Well, the lineup changed. I think I think we were trying to highlight like Mario being taken out the lineup and yes. Dot being put into the yes, lineup. Yes, exactly. <laughs> free yo, free dot, damn it, free dot. Cause listen, man, as good as this lineup is doing, if you're looking down the line of what each Man is contributing. You can see the weak link, dog. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> it's real easy to see that Mario isn't really like, competing to the highest level. Matter of fact, all of his numbers are down from last season, mm-hmm. dog. His points are down. His assist, like his shooting percentage is down. His three point percentage is down. He mm-hmm. doesn't look comfortable, man. Yeah. And then on top of that, like that's why when you, especially when you look at the minutes every game, that's why you see like all the other. All the other four starters, they're playing 20-plus minutes, but, Mar- but Mario's always at, like, 13 minutes, 15 Yes, mad sporadic. Yeah, like, he's not being put into late-game situations at all. Burke, I mean, Fizdale's going with other people instead of Mario in, in like, late-game situations when the Knicks are trying to win the game. That's a fact, and that's what I'm saying. I'm just That's why I'm just saying, you got to free dot, dog. You got to, man. At some point, just let him go. Let him ride. Like when Dot was riding, it was good. I feel like that's that's if Dot gets the minutes, he can get back to that eventually, mm-hmm. man. That's gonna be Dot in yeah. a nutshell. But at the same time, though, I, I kind of understand Fizz because it's like I'm I'm the same way. It's like if I'm the coach of a team and I decide, you know what, I'm gonna go with this starting lineup, and then once I go with this starting lineup, we start winning games. I'm sticking to it. I'm gonna be like, you know what, I'm not changing a damn thing. We win it right now. Man, we gonna tweaking you. You ain't doing nothing. What are you doing <laughs> to this team? Like the only thing, the only thing kind of thing I like Matt Mario does is he move. He's the only one who seems to really move without the ball on the squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah he definitely does a lot of back cuts. Yeah, which is why him and Emmanuel and um not Emmanuel, him and Cantor have a good synergy too. Yeah, because he's the only one who kind of moves without the ball. But Doc can do that. Yeah, Doc can do that. And he plays defense. Yeah, better, much better defense. Much better defense. If I said defense, it's really skyrocketing, yo. 
I'm telling you, yo, I'm telling you, Fizz, play that same squad with with Dot. I'm telling you, dog. I'm telling you. You're gonna you're gonna read the results. I'm just saying. But shout out, still shout out to Fizz. Mm-hmm. Cause ever since that lineup, the Knicks, the Knicks pace has picked up dramatically. Yes, which is what Fizdale been preaching since right? he came here. Yeah, we have we have the slowest pace in the league. I think as soon as that came, as soon as that happened, I think we were top five in pace within within those last couple of games, and we were bottom of the league in pace when um Budia was out. So damn, you even slower than the Grizzlies. I mean, <laughs> yeah, man, slower than the Grizzlies, man. Uh, yeah, but I don't I don't know how I don't know if we were slower than the Grizzlies, but I know uh-huh. we were slow. Yeah, I just know we were slow. I don't know exact. But yeah, certain things happen, man. But and um, in general, stats wise, all of our stats have gone down. You know, top of the league, he was like, "Yeah, we top five and three points remaining." No, that's that's we're not top five anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that hasn't helped. Um, we're we're bottom. What up? So yeah, oh, wait, I gotta do that. Oh. We're bottom in the league, in assists. Oh. When I say bottom in the league, I don't mean near the bottom. No, I mean like like bottom 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 like Amber Rose like dead last. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, or maybe we should say Dwight Howard. Oh, oh. No. <laughs> wait. <laughs> hey man, that's what the White Howard wants to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Dwight Howard wants to do. I don't know. It's rumors, though. I hope. I hope it's not true for Dwight Howard's sake. Uh, hey, man, if it's true, let him live his life. Let yeah, yeah, it's true. Let him live. Okay. Yeah. If it's true, it's true. You think somebody in the NBA has to be right? Well, I mean, there there have been, like, there have pe- been people that came out of the closet. Like one, but yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, like one, S- yeah. Statistically in this world, you know, come yeah, on. Yeah, you know, yeah. there has to be more than damn one. Yeah, there, there got to be a few. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, if, that's, if that's what you do, that's what you do. Yeah. Uh, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but then that's crazy, though. Nick's bottom of the league in three-pointers. Yeah, made? bottom of the league in three-pointers, man. And um yeah I mean and we were top of the leagues in, in steals but now we're like 18th. Oh. I mean it's not bottom. <laughs> no well, nah it's definitely not it's like more like middle mid mid yeah, lower mid, mid lower yeah. mid. But I like being at the, towards the top at the beginning of the season. Yeah. I mean that could be because of the lineup change you know we don't have all the steals guys in there as much. Yeah, it could, yeah it could be because I mean you you look at the lineup. Tim Hardaway is not known for his defense. Enos Kant is not known for his defense. Right. Mario's not known for his defense. Nope. So, <laughs> Moody is not known for his defense. Nah, so, even mean, though Moody's been improved. I mean, even, even though he's he improved. Got, he got a food, yeah, right? actually. Yeah, he, he's improved, but yeah. at the same time, it's like he's not known for his defense either. So, it's like the Knicks don't really have anybody out there who's known for their defense except for maybe like Von Lay, who's like the best defender out there. Yeah, definitely Von Lay. Von Lay is the best defender out there. And he has, I think he has the whole, I think he still has the, up the biggest plus minus one thing. Tim, I think him and Frank Nolakina have actually. Yeah, that's the thing about Frank. Positive though. net ratings on the team. Yeah, like that's the thing about Frank though. Like Frank may not pop out on the stat sheet like that, but when he's in the game, he makes a positive impact almost all the time. 
Yo, in my mind, like, Frank is like this weird mix of, like, point guard Draymond Green, dog. <laughs> Frank looking at is the point guard version of Draymond Green, dog. Like, he's kind of a point guard, but he can kind of guard everybody, and he can kind of, like... Yo, these games, every time I see them guard somebody, all of a sudden they start missing. Yeah, like... Every single time. Like, yeah. nine times out of ten. Oh, not every single time. Yeah, he put the clamps on people. Put the, put the clamps on a lot of people. Look, Check everybody's shooting percentage with Frank and without Frank. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Stopper. Yup. But, yeah. Those things went down, but our pace is dialing up, and I feel like we're scoring a lot more. Yeah, we are. Yeah. yeah, I would say that. So, you know what? All in all... Shout out to Fizz, future coach, uh, coach of the year. Most definitely. For making that lineup change. Uh, I fought against it. The Knicks fought against it. The fans fought against it. Not like we had a choice but to watch it, but you know. Yeah. It's working, so... Exactly. It's working. So, what are you going to do? And... Yeah, what do you... What, 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 you know what? Since we Moutier, dog. Uh huh. Moutier, how do how do you like what Moutier's doing so far, dog? I mean, I know I don't have much followers on Twitter, but earlier today I posted a tweet saying that I may have to apologize to Moutier because this guy's been balling. Dear man, you Moutier, <laughs> is it is it an apology time? Is it get the letters out? Yeah, it it, it it might just be. I mean, a part of me is like maybe I should hold out for like a few more games. Mm-hmm. Just, just to make completely sure. But then after that Memphis game, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I might just have to apologize, man, for this podcast. Yeah, for man. This, um, Nick to Time show. This episode right here. That game before when he dropped 27 on the head. Yeah. That was just like... <laughs> that showed me something. Exactly. And then my man's out here catching bodies, too, which I... I, I didn't know he had it in him. <laughs> yo, what? Nobody knew the boom shakalaka. That woo! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Ah, uh, so so Moody. I hope somebody tells you to listen to this episode today. And tell them. Wait, wait. Tell them not to listen to all the episodes before that. Yeah. Just, just, <laughs> just, just, just off of this episode. Matter of fact, don't even listen to this episode. Listen to like five minutes and then on. Yeah. <laughs> But Moutier, I apologize. I am sorry. I should have believed more in you like how Fizdale believed in you. Yeah. And now I'm seeing the results. Please continue to play well, all right? Please continue to play well. Yeah, yeah most definitely. Please continue. And uh, Nick fans will come along eventually. And shout out to CK2K, one of the only guys in Nick's Twitter who believed in you. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing his happy dance all week long. <laughs> But yeah, listen to yo. Moutier is shooting 50%. Yeah, that's amazing. 49% in his career for the first time ever. I mean, the dude is basically a 37% career field goal, you know, percentage shooter. Like, that's a that is a huge jump right there in field goal percentage. That's a fact. He's always giving you like a steal a game. And that's good too. Mm-hmm. Getting his hands on loose balls or getting his hands on. You know, on the ball in the passing lane or whatnot. Yeah. Like, exactly. Like, man, you know what? Like, Moutier's thing... Moutier has always been... I feel like he's always read passing lanes well, right? Yeah. But his man-to-man defense and... 
team def- his, his man-to-man defense has always been a little bit shaky. And you see some steps in the right direction. Mm-hmm. But, but the biggest thing to me is the layups, dog. The layups, man. This man, he still falls. <laughs> There's a difference, though. He falls and makes the layups now. Yeah, he's, he's finishing way more often at the rim. He's finishing way more often at the rim. I think the percentage, oh, man. I think I think it went from, like, 30 to 60% at the rim. Oh. Something crazy like that. Okay, Moutier. Yeah, Doodoo all the way off, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moody is gone. Is and his three-point shooting is doing well. And he's running the team pretty efficiently. Even the turnovers, the crazy turnovers that he was getting, you don't really see that as much. Yeah, not like, as, not that not as often. Yeah, remember when Lynn Fizz was saying he doesn't talk him ball over and he's like, oh wow. And then the season, the preseason started, and he thought, oh, this guy's a liar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's not turning the ball over, man. Yeah, he's actually playing smart basketball at the point guard position. It's crazy that I'm actually thinking about giving this guy money at the end of the season. <laughs> crazy talk, man. Uh, I'm not there yet, but, I'm, uh, but, but but I'm to the point where I had to apologize to the man. You should be thinking about it, man. You got to think about it. You got to think about it. It might be. You might have to. I mean, he he might actually stop you. He may actually stop fulfilling that potential that people thought that he had in that draft when he got picked behind KP. Yeah. Development coach, dog. Coach of the year, Fizz. Developing coach, man. Yep. Three game winning streak. Yes. Or. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Brian. Ryan. I don't know why I called you Brian just now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ryan, Brian is close. <laughs> Are you sad that Zion. Might be in the rearview mirror right now. Or Barrett. I mean, overall it's tough because, you know, you see these guys play for Duke, even though Duke lost the other day to Gonzaga. But you look at these guys ball and you're like, you know, you you basically start saying prayers to baby Jesus. <laughs> you know, ho- hoping, 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 hoping that one of those players... Sweet name, Jesus. <laughs> hoping that one of those players could potentially yes. fall in your lap in the draft. But then but then again, the Knicks fan of me is like, damn, the Knicks are winning? Yeah. I, I can't be mad at the Knicks winning. You know what I'm saying? No, you cannot be mad. You can't be mad at the Knicks winning. Exactly. So, I mean... Would I love the Knicks to draft Barrett or Zion? Of course, but at the but then also at, people got people got to remember this too. The the odds to win the first round pick, I mean the first pick in the draft, have changed for this upcoming NBA draft. Instead of the first, uh, instead of the worst team having a twenty five percent chance, the worst team only has a fourteen percent chance, along with the second worst or third worst team, and then from from then from then on, the percentages are distributed much more evenly. Yes, and hold on. Let me get the actual percentages, if I can find them. But go, keep going. <laughs> yeah, so... Even, so, I mean, I mean, potentially, I mean... Are the Knicks going to make the playoffs? Probably not. So you would have to think that the Knicks are probably going to still be in the lottery anyway. So, I mean, with the, with the way the percentages are more evened out, there's still a... Well, not a... 
not a great chance, but there's a higher chance as than years past that the Knicks may actually, they if lucky, they may still end up with a top three pick. Maybe you never know. Yeah. So I'll say this, as opposed to last uh, seasons before, if you finish in the top three, you have a fourteen percent chance of getting the first round pick. That's top three. After the top three, top four, it drops down a little bit to mm-hmm. 12.5%. Top five, which is where we currently are, mm-hmm. 10.5%. Yeah, and I mean 105 ain't far from 14%. It's not that far. We're still in the run. Now, after you get, you know, it gets a little minuscule, mm-hmm. you know, top six, 8.3%. Um, then it gets to like four and a half, then it gets to 3.2. Mm-hmm. Like once, once you hit that, that, uh, once you start to hit that like seven, eight, nine spot, dog, yeah. it's, it's not looking that good there, dog. No, for no first round pick there, dog. It's, it's, it's looking like eight, looking like 1%, 2%, 3%. Yeah. Not the same as 14. Which which I think the NBA kind of messed up there because I'm like, yo, if you really want to take the incentive away from tanking, you should even that out. I'm sorry. Where, 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 <laughs> the where? top 10, you want the top 10? Exactly, have a shot. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, like the top 10 should have something like, I don't know. I, I mean, I can't do the percentages right now in my head, but I mean like the top 10 should have like, a, like an 8% chance each or something like that or like a 9% yeah, chance each. Yeah, I'm with that. You know what I'm saying? To really like take the incentive away from tanking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you there. I agree with you there. And then when we start winning, you can change the rules back. I don't care. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> about us, goddammit. Exactly. Care about y'all. I don't hear though. You, you know, matter of fact, matter of <laughs> the NBA owes us a first pick in the NBA draft. The NBA owes us. Yeah, man, freeze those envelopes, dog. Exactly, yo. Freeze those envelopes, man. You definitely owe us. Some of them had to be rid. The, the way the lottery, the ping pong balls are falling for us, mm-hmm. we always seem to get the pick before the pick we're supposed to get, and then it's like, come on, man. Exactly, Can, yo. Can we get like, lucky like, one year? Like, like, how many times have we seen the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Philadelphia 76ers end with the first pick in the damn draft? How, Sway? How many times, Sway? Damn, dog. I know, like, man. come on, dog. It's like, Jesus. Like, yo, Adam Silver, hook that up, man. Please do that, man. Please do. But yeah, Trey Burke ain't having it, so he's like, yo, it's early for me to say this, but I believe we have a chance to get in the playoffs this year. Okay, Trey. That's our goal, and it starts now. It's... Well, what are they playing like it now? <laughs> hey, are we a playoff team? I still don't think so, but I mean, I, I like the confidence, though. I like the... I like the swagger, you know, to say, you know what? We are a playoff team, and we're starting to make that run now. Yo, these comments on IG are nuts, though. Yeah, wow. I'm going <laughs> to read these comments. And I, I don't know if any of y'all actually listen to the show, but if you do, I'm going to, I don't know. I'm yeah. gonna read, I might have this as be a clip. Man, yo, make sure you say the Instagram name, too, yo. I might have these be a clip. So, Trey Burke reads, I'm, I'm, I'm going to set this up again. Trey Burke said, it's early for me to say this, but I believe we have a chance to get in the playoffs this year. That's our goal, and it starts now. 24 comments on this post. Um, yeah, some is like, oh, I don't know if you continue to, continue to win these games. 
if KB comes back, I'll see it's more of a six and seven seed. He's like, all right, all right, this guy. You should shout out the IG name, yo. Put put him out there, yo. Yeah, yeah. Brandon Legend says, I bet he's never heard of Zion. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, Bert. Trust me, dog. Everybody's heard of him. Yeah. They don't care though. They trying to win. Exactly. <laughs> Lefty Endos has said, no. <laughs> Let's not try to. <laughs> <laughs> Miles H. Marquez says, stop, yo, we need a lottery pick. <laughs> All next, everything is like, no. <laughs> I'm going to just say this. The majority of Knicks fans are down the tank, dog. Everybody, the majority of Knicks fans want tank. They want RJ. They are sad that we are tanking. I mean, not tanking. That we won three games in a row. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad, though. I mean, I'm not mad either. As I as I said, at the end of the day, I'm a Knicks fan, and if my team is winning, I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? It's that AO question, dog. It's like, all right, maybe we'll impress some free agents if we start to win. Yeah. You know. I mean, I mean, shoot, that should have been the plan going into this season anyway. Impress those free agents. I mean, listen, man, people want to tank and all, but Fizz said from the jump that when he got here and he took that interview, the first thing they said is we're not going to tank. We are here to develop players. We're here to win. They are not going to tank. And the crazy part is we're not tanking with, you know, we're not tanking with, like, old guys. Mm -hmm. So we are, I mean, we're winning. I do understand some of the concern, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we are winning with guys who are on, like, one-year deals, so you don't know if we'll be able to really reap the benefits. Like, think of the guys, like, our starting five, right? Moutier, mm-hmm. Vonley, big parts of why we're winning. Yeah. Trey Burke, huge part of why we're winning. We could possibly lose all those guys next season. True. And if that's the case... Like building that team chemistry to build to build momentum into next season. <sighs> yeah, it's gonna be tough, but I mean hell. If we get like if we get KD, I mean it's worth the shoot. <laughs> <laughs> if we get KD, somebody else is gone though. Yeah. If we get KD, that means Tim Hardaway Jr. is gone, probably. Yeah, probably. Most I'm... likely. He's 18 million, everybody else yeah. is a rookie. That means, that means tomorrow Junior is gone. Yeah, as I said, it's going to be tough because it's like, you're going to have to make that decision. It's like, if you know you have a solid chance at, you know, KD, Kyrie, Kemba, whoever you want to name. You in the Kemba train now? Kemba, Kemba, yo, Kemba, Kemba's arrived. Kemba's arrived, you here? He's arrived. You, you, you. I'm not going to lie, dog. I was, I was, I was venially against having Kemba here. I don't know. I don't know if I'm that. I don't know if I'm if, if I feel as strongly as I did before. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie though. Yeah. I don't know if I'm, as strongly as I did before, man. I don't I, know. I mean, I, I think it would be perfect if we could get Kemba and somebody else to come. In that case, I'd be yeah. like, oh boy. If we get yeah, Kemba in a pot, yeah, I would do that too. Yeah. I, I we max out Kemba though. Oh my god, max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing too, cause like, do you want to give a max to a six foot point guard? Yeah, six foot point guard who's thirty. Yeah. 
That's the only thing, but... Durant's um, 30, but he's not 6 feet. He's not, yeah, he's like 6'11". Yeah, and he can block shots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as I said, oh, it's, 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 it's going to be a tough decision, but I'm like, as I was saying, like, if you if you know that you have a legit shot at, like, anybody like that, then you have to do what you got to do, man. Like, because those dudes are like, you, you, you bring them to the team, they're going to change the team. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing, though. It's like Kimba's there, and you're like, man. But you know the Hornets aren't really going anywhere. Nah. So then you start to think, all right, we bring that over to the Knicks. We pay them all that money. Mm-hmm. It'll be exciting. Yeah. Especially with him being a BX kid. Too, right. He's in New York. BX, New York bound. Like, but are we going anywhere with Kemba and KP? That that's why that's why that's why I said like I would rather like uh, they bring in another piece along yeah. with Kemba. Yeah. Cause I mean like for example, even though the Knicks would have to do something crazy with their cap to even make this happen, but like just say for example the Knicks bring in Kemba and they bring in KD also, if the Knicks were able to pull off something like that, that's insane. That, that's dog. I would say that's championship. That's right chip. There. That's a chip. Yeah. 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 Kemba KP. Yeah, false there too. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> false could be starting guard. We got that. Yeah. He'd <laughs> be all starting shooting guard, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then then we have Frank also as our defensive stopper. Oh, yeah. He no one's scoring. Yep. Yeah. He's all right. so... he's, he like, like this week, he's shutting people down. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. Yeah, but it's pipe dream though. So. Yeah, man. We, yeah, so we smoking a pipe. It's not yeah. like. <laughs> she. To get off, Ron. Is, yeah. is it April? Is it 420? Uh, not yet. Okay. Sound like it is, though. What are you talking? <laughs> it sounds like a pipe dream right there. I know, right? If Kathy was here, you'd be like, keep hope alive. Keep yeah. the faith. <laughs> exactly. You'd like, be like, yo, speaking into existence. Speaking into existence. <laughs> so, wait, we, so, wait, so, wait, we still throw shots at Kathy? That's a shot? No, that's not a shot. I don't know. You kind of making fun of her, though. You kind of mocking her. I am. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you here too. <laughs> and it's funny because I talked to Kathy the other day. Like I, like we were talking on um, was it Monday I think or Tuesday? Mm-hmm. But it was be- it was before Thanksgiving though, cause I had to drop off some kicks to her. Mm-hmm. And she said she coming for us. Oh good, cause she been she been listening. Nice. And, Get here. And, and and you know she's like you know she's gonna bring that same energy. So. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. I'm waiting. Damn it. I'm waiting. Damn it. I'm mad though. I'm mad at the timing. Huh? I'm mad at the timing. Oh yeah, cause she's coming on like the same day of the um the major um interview. Yeah, she's coming on the same day as major interview one, and she's coming when like Hardaway is like slipping down a little bit. Oh yeah. <laughs> So we don't have our same momentum when he was dropping 30 three weeks in a row. But, 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 but it don't matter, though, because there's still time, though. Hard yeah, you're, like, right, like, you're right, you're right. Hard way Jr. pick it up, though. Right. So, I mean... <laughs> so by the time that time comes, if Hardaway Jr. picks it up, we're, we're, we're going to still have all that ammunition. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. I'm wait, I'm waiting for this bout for a long time, damn it. <laughs> I know you have been, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's all love, though. You can't love that girl. And it's in two. Yeah. It's just mad fun. This <laughs> is mad. This is fun talking smack. Word. <laughs> oh man. Oh, so we talked about the lineups. Yes, yes, yes. We talked about Moody not being Moody no more. Cleanliness is close to godliness. Moody dropped. 
just like took the implants out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So now, I guess we can talk about Knox. Yeah. Right, because it's been rumblings. People are a little bit like, people are a little fed up about Knox. First of all, how much time do we do we have? We have a little bit over an hour left. Okay. Yeah. We got a lot to talk. Okay. So Knox, man. Knox has started off kind of slow, got yeah. injured a little bit. Yeah. And now he's he's seeing time and power for it. Yep. So what do you think? There's people are kind of criticizing Knox early, saying that you know he they want to see more from him. What do you think about that? Well, first I'm gonna start off before I even get to my comments. Um, I'm gonna say Knox's stats right quick for this season. So he's played 14 games. 17.8 minutes per game, shooting 33% from the field, 33% from three. Okay. 2.5 rebounds a game. The steals ain't up there. The blocks ain't up there. The assists ain't up there. And he's only averaging 7.6 points a game. 7.6 points a game. Okay. Now, here's my thing on Knox right now. I want to be fair to Knox because at the end of the day, People got to remember he's a 19-year-old rookie. He's still young. Right. So I really don't want to get on Knox right now because there's still a lot of room for improvement. Right. You know, I, like, I want to see how Knox is, you know, going into the second season, the third season. Yeah. That's when I would, that's when I would really get on Knox if he's really showing no improvement whatsoever. But I think this season, it's like, you know what? He's young. He's 19. Like, you got to look at the other rookies. I think Trey is, like, what, 23? Mm -hmm. So Trey is way more mature. That's why, that's why, that's a big reason why is he Trey balling right now. Yeah, he's 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 been in college for a few years, though. Yeah. He's not like like Knox, the one and done, though. Exactly. And Mitch, even though even though Mitch, you know, um, he didn't play any college ball, but I think Mitch is, like, 20. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Mitch is, like, oh, a bit older, too. So... You know, and, and, I, and I don't think the team acts as much of Mitch. Like, they just expect Mitch to play good defense, block some shots, and be productive on the pick and roll. You know, cut to the basket, get a, get a few easy baskets or whatnot. So I don't think, you know, they really expect the whole... They don't, they don't really put a whole lot on Mitch. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's not a lot of pressure. Exactly. So... Uh, so I mean, right now, just hold off on Knox. Just hold yeah. off. You know, give give the man some time. You don't think he should show you some more? Well, I mean, if if you if you're gonna bring in like his performance in the summer league, then you know, obviously, like yeah, we want to see more because we saw you balling in the summer league. I what? think that's what's happening. Yeah. So what's happening now? You know, when we get to the real games in the NBA, but at the same time, like I'm not I'm not getting on Knox right now. The kid is 19. Still give him time to develop. I think at the I think at the at the end of the day, Knox is gonna be fine. I think so too, man. Listen, dog, like um I think it's a good point. I was gonna bring that up. Summer League. People got high, really high expectations on Summer League. Um, even after Summer League he was voted like most likely to score twenty points or more by what was I forgot what publication did some like kind of fake high yeah. school award stuff. Um, he was like leading the league. He was like leading the summer league in scoring or or top three or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was. I think it was top three. I think top three. Okay, so people had people, including me, mm -hmm. came in with the expectation 
that Knox might come in the league or come on the Knicks and average 10 points off the jump. Because hmm. um, he seemed like he fi- had a knack for getting fouls. He seemed like he was really good at pushing the fast break, getting easy points that way. And it seemed like his three-point shot was coming, was, was nice and a little smooth. But um, there's a few things that are kind of holding Knox back this season. One was the, in- one was the injuries. Yeah. Um, two, the position, man. Like, the our roster setup isn't really quite set up for Knox to probably play what his ideal position is right now. Like, right now, I feel like he's playing more of his position of the future than what his position is right now. Mm-hmm. Which is why you see a couple of things that you're struggling. Like, you... To me, Knox isn't a four. No, not right now. He's a three. But, you know, he can re- he can rebound some, but to me, he's more of a three. And right now, he's guarding these fours out here, and he's getting bully-balled right. oh, to yeah. death. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get to that later. And he's getting all these quick fouls, and he doesn't. I feel like he doesn't have really really have the opportunity to really like stay on the floor a little bit longer, and not pick up these silly ticky tack fouls because he's playing the floor a lot, man. He's mm-hmm. not playing the three, so yeah. I think that has a lot to do with it. On top of it being the you him being young, on top of it being he's not handling the ball like he was in summer league. He's playing a lot more off ball. So I think a lot of that has a lot to do with what you're seeing from Knox. Also, you know what? And also, too, it's not... In order, I'll say this, too. It's not, it hasn't been all bad with Knox, either. Mm-hmm. You're just comparing him to Trier, and you're seeing this guy who's been undrafted in the game at crunch time, knocking down crunch buckets and taking the game over and getting 25 points career high. Like You're like, whoa, my God! And you're looking at Knox, who's just an eight pick, and you're just like, okay, what happened here? Yeah. But like I'm not, I don't really worry about that stuff. Because the way people draft, people draft twofold. They draft. People draft on potential. Yeah. So sometimes even the higher picks, you'll just see the potential down the future, even though they might not be as polished right now. So I'm giving, I'm holding off, like Ryan said, serious criticism for Knox. And even though I have my own gripes for him, mostly on the defensive end, if mm-hmm. anything, I still feel like sometimes he's a space cadet on defense. Yeah. He just kind of loses. Where am I supposed to go? Oh. <laughs> but I'm still going to be patient with Knox. Yeah. All in all. And I do like the way he's shooting threes in his, in his recent games. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you look at his shot, like, he he has one of those shots where when he puts it up, you think it's going in because, you know, like, you the rotation is good. Yeah. It, it looks like it's online. It's just not falling at a at the rate that, you know, it was falling maybe in the summer league or whatnot. Yeah. Kind of close. Like, it's like, you know what it is, too? Like, remember when we first saw KP? hmm And you saw his shooting form and stuff? And you start to think, oh, this shot looks nice. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to, he's going to be a shooter. Even though his shooting percentage itself wasn't good. Yeah. You looked at his form, you looked at his follow-through, you looked at, like, how the ball fell in, and you start to think, oh, he's a shooter. This is going to eventually start to be consistent. Exactly. And you started to see that last season before he got injured. It's it's the same thing with Knox. Yep. And and dare I say the same thing with Frank, even though Frank isn't showing it right now. Mm -hmm. It's the same, to me, it's the same thing with Frank. It's like, 
His shot looks good for the most part. I know he shoots on the way down sometimes. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, it looks like his in line is straight. Like, it looks like he should be a good shooter eventually. Yeah. So, I will calm down on that Knox. So, Knox will get it together, at least on the offensive end. I feel like that's going to be the first thing to really click. The defensive end, though, he has a long way to go. Yeah. He has a long way to go. But, yeah, I like what I've seen from Knox. So far. A little bit. And I love what I'm seeing from Drew. Trier. Oh, definitely Trier. Yeah, definitely Trier. I think Trier is like a top... Listen, man. The Knicks, New York Knicks, are second. Second in bench scoring per game. That doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise me at all. A lot of that has to do with Trier and... Burke. Misses to your minutes. They need to put this button somewhere for that. easier to find, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I guess when I guess when, um, Edson Sean comes back, he's going to have the um the sound effects on lock. Yeah, man. Boom shakalaka! See? See? <laughs> oh, I misses to your minutes. <laughs> like, yeah, misses to your minutes, man. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Trier. Trey Burke, leading the charge, second unit. Shout out to the second unit man holding him down for the Knicks, dog. Even Mitch got down the second unit. Yeah. He's still doing his thing. There's certain games when he's not in foul trouble. Knox, the... shout out to the second music, man. It's the second unit, man. Yeah, they're putting in that work. Putting in that work. They saved a few times this week in these games that happened this week. Which brings me to the breakdowns. Yes, the breakdowns. Let's get to it. Yes, yes, yes. So, we're going to get the first game, the Knicks and the Blazers, that took place on Tuesday. Okay, okay, okay. The Knicks lost 118-114. Oh! So, as you know, if you've been watching the Nick of Time show, when the Knicks lose, I do say the visitor stats. Oh, Lord. So, I'm going to start with the Blazers. McCollum, CJ McCollum led the way, 31 points. Oh. If he was unstoppable, man. Don't just stop that dude. Yeah. Call him. Damian Lillard had 29 points, 6 rebounds, 8 assists. Oh. Dollar Dame unstoppable, dog. Yup. Miles Leonard, whose man's is this? 15 points off the bench? Whose man's is that? <laughs> oh. Joseph Nurkic, 13 points, 11 rebounds. Oh. And this dude, Evan Turner, t he hit 10.6 re rebounds, 4 assists. Like, his stats may not jump out like that, but this dude played a major role that game, though. Oh. Yeah, he was all over the place. Was he the one who had to put back at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was the one who got, yeah, who, yeah. Got, who pretty much sealed the game for the Blazers. Yeah, that was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> that felt bad. Yeah, um, okay, Nick stats right now. Tim Hardaway Jr., 32 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists. I'm going to... I'm going to go into my Knicks, my Tim Hardaway soliloquy after this. <laughs> He's also pretty efficient, 10 of 21 field goals. Damn good. Damn good, damn good. Yes, and 3 of 6 from 3. All right, all right, all right. Trey Burke misses 3 minutes, 19 points off the bench. All right, all right, all right. Oh, I misses 3 minutes. He said 19. He said 19. Yeah. Mm -hmm, yeah. Emmanuel Moutier, 16 points, four assists. 
Moutier is back. Yes, and Vonley had a double-double, 14 points, 14 rebounds. <laughs> now I'm going to get the team stats. Both teams shot well. The Blazers shot 47.4% and 45.7% from three. The Knicks shot 50.6% and 44.8% and from three. Let's see, was there any major difference in the stats? Not really. The stats are pretty even throughout. All right. So I guess you just have to chalk it up to the Blazers having more experience yeah. and coming through in the clutch. Yeah, there was a couple of things I have to note about that. Um, first of first and foremost, that game to me was Tim Hardaway Jr.'s most effective, most efficient game of the season. It was the first time where I saw Timmy where I didn't pull my hair out in the closing minutes of the game and say, what are you doing? Why are you shooting that shot? <laughs> actually he kind of and the thing was he, I felt like he kept that same concentration throughout the whole game yeah he had to kill it and like he you know Timmy is very emotional yeah he celebrates he like laughs he's like ah he gets angry he's angry grandpa right yeah that's angry grandpa that's, that's, that's the, the, our shirt with the, the steam angry grandpa right so this game it was different man cause he was like a cold assassin dog mhm mm he was like one of those Marines, like he just snapped your neck and keep moving like with no emotion. He had a shot after shot and he just walked, he just run down the court. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no emotion. Very controlled, very compelled. So I liked what I saw from, from Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, big ups to you. That was probably the, his best game of the season to me. TC Kathy, you missed that. You missed this episode, damn it. You missed this one! <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't have nothing to say about this game. Yeah, definitely nothing to say about this game, damn it. Anyway, I have more for you, Kathy. And I also want to talk about uh, a candidate's return, Noah Vonley, man. Mm -hmm. Noah Vonley was like, he remembers, like, oh, you my old team, huh? Yeah. I'm going to give you that work. <laughs> yes, sir. All of a sudden, I don't know, Vonley has been up and down for threes in the beginning of the season, but all of a sudden... You're hitting them more consistently. Yeah, man. I heard them talking about how um, they were working with Vonley before that Portland game, mm -hmm. and they were saying they want him to get more arc on the three-point shots. And so far, so good, Dan. Yeah. He was hitting a, a a bunch of threes in that first quarter. He's I feel like it's like first quarter Von Lay now. Von Lay always seems like to go off in that first quarter. He's going to give you double-double or damn near double-double in the first and second quarter. Yeah. So, yeah. I like what I see from Von Lay. Uh, that lineup change was the first time we saw Frank coming off the bench as a small forward. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, the second unit in general played well. They played really good defense. Robinson played well. Mm -hmm. uh, he was stripping the ball. He was blocking. He was doing well. He seemed like, you know, the effects of being in the second unit was helpful. Yeah. The coach said he'd take him out the first unit because he was getting in way too much foul trouble. Mm -hmm. And it was throwing off the balance of the team. That's why he went back to starting his cancer. Even though um, Mitch, he kind of has like a higher defensive rating and higher defensive abilities in general. Yeah. But uh, he just couldn't stay on the floor, and you see, you see it from game to game this season. Mm -hmm. Like he, he, he still needs to hold off on the fouls, but yeah, like Mitch, like he, he'll learn though. But like right now, like you see Mitch really falling for like shot fakes a whole lot. Like he'll be caught in the air, and then like the player will like, you know, catch him on the way down and like get fouls called on him. Yeah, and stuff like that, so. falling for those head fakes. Yeah, but I mean, with time, like once he once he plays more and matures. He won't be he won't be falling for those shot fakes anymore. Oh no, you 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 already saw the sword in some of those later games that um 
he stopped falling for a certain shot fakes. But I mean, he still got fouls. Yeah. In other ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, at least he's not falling for all the shot fakes like he used to. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, he's he gonna be he's gonna be alright. Yeah. But um, I'll say this though. Trey Burke had to go in that game pretty well. Yes, he did. Uh, second unit, um, they kind of slowed down. They they played well in the first half. Second mm-hmm. half, not so well. Yeah. Matter of fact, I know we've been praising the second unit, but but when when it came to the Blazers game, it was actually the second unit that gave up the lead. To yeah, the that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, first half played well. Second half, yeah, they they, 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 they gave up the lead. Too, yeah, they didn't play too well. Yeah. So they kind of had they went to the first unit a little bit faster than usual. Yeah. In that and. So that was a little, little eh. mm-hmm. But you know what? That game was a close game, man. So yeah, we were there. We were right in there. Yeah. Key to the losses, though. Missed free throws. Yeah, that killed the Knicks, yeah. Von Lee, man. Von Lee got the Reggie Miller joke job <laughs> on that game, though. I love you, Von Lee. I want you back next year. But, man, four free throws missed yeah. in, the, in the waning minutes. Yeah, that killed the Knicks right there. Killed man. us. And Vonley is really good. I mean, that'll be his next step when he gets more comfortable being in those situations. If you notice, Vonley will hit threes all game. Mm-hmm. He will not shoot a three in the fourth quarter, dog. Uh, so I, I wonder. I wonder if that's due to like he maybe feels a little added pressure since it's like close game situation. Yes, game on the line. He's head faking and and he's gonna head fake uh-huh. and he's gonna back you down or head fake and drop. He's not shooting that three. <laughs> three five minutes left. He's not shooting a three, dog. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm going to get my threes up early. Yeah, early. <laughs> First three quarters, though, they going up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the, the missed free throws was a huge miscue, first of all. One, one. Second of all, Fizz, dog. Fizz messed up a little bit. Like, oh, man, there was a point where we were fighting back, mm-hmm. clawing back. Trey Burke was starting to go off in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. He did some little hezzy move. Hezzy, hezzy. Stop and go. Wrote down the defense layup. Boom, scored. Cortland calls timeout to talk about it. Because mm-hmm. Trey Burke was on a rampage. Um, The game starts up again. Moody is in. <laughs> it's like, what? Bruh. Fizz, what is you doing? Dog, like, Trey Burke was getting us back in the game, man. Like, why would you take Burke out at that point? Exactly. I mean, I know Moody had been balled lately, but keep the guy in there that got, that got the hot hand. Yeah, though. man, you've been doing that a lot. Like, come on, man. So I felt like Moody came in and he kind of disrupted the momentum of the game a little uh-huh. bit. And then he tried to get Burke in there later. Yeah, that was basically, like, just one of those games where it's like the Knicks had multiple opportunities to tie the game. They just could not tie they the game. They could not do it, man. Other than Tim, I mean, Burke, too. I think, like, Tim did well, Burke did well, mm-hmm. and the coach kind of messes up a little bit. And then there was, a, there was another crucial part, too. We have four guards in, we have four guards in, the, in the lineup in the closing minutes, mm-hmm. and we missed that crucial rebound. Was, was that the rebound that Evan Turner um, put, put up to think, win the game? I think, it was, I think it was. I think it was. I believe it was Evan Turner who came in unharmed. Mm-hmm. Unscathed, walked right in after the Knicks played perfect defense. Yeah, and won the game. Now, granted, the guards were scrambling mm-hmm. and playing good defense. And if you watch the tape back, uh, shout out to Knicks Film School, you see that uh, Burke kind of missed his assignment. He didn't block out. Mm-hmm. Burke went to help double team. Um, I think it might have been Dame. 
He tried to like kind of help double team Dame. It might have been, mm-hmm. and left his man to get a, a, a offensive board. He didn't, he, he kind of just turned around. He didn't even look for his man, and he the man just pretty much walked in. It wasn't even like a struggle. Yeah. So Berg, man, and Berg did that twice too. He did that in the Celtics game too. Oh yeah. So Berg, man, I love what you did this week. Gotta watch those offense rebounds in the last minutes, man. Gotta mm-hmm. watch that. Other than that, yeah. And I have one last thing to add. Oh, I have one last thing to add too. Um. I don't know if you were paying attention, but um, remember when the rumors were coming out saying how Damian Lillard would eventually want to, you know, if if he was to leave Portland, he would want to come to either New York or I think L.A. I like where this is going. So <laughs> at the end of the game, I think it was um Rebecca Harlow. She was um interviewing Damian Lillard, mm. and Lillard was saying like how. First of all, Lillard had nothing but praise for the Knicks. Oh really? And. He said he brought his mom over from Oakland to watch the game at the Garden because he said that his mom always wanted to watch him play at the Garden. I mean, listen, Ma. You can make this permanent, though. You can have your seat. (laughs) Season ticket holder, that can be your seat. Dame mama right there, dog. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, I mean, if if, if mama little like the atmosphere at the garden, you know, shoot. You can't disappoint mama, man. Exactly. (laughs) Yo, if if, if we can make it happen, yo, little come through. Yo, come true, my guy. (laughs) Come true. (laughs) Who are we calling? Exactly, yo. Yo, Enos. <laughs> Get on that, Edis. Come on, dog. Get on that call, Edis. Oh man. Oh man. This brings us to the Knicks Celtics game. Yes, this is the beginning of the Knicks winning streak. Where you know Fizz had some axe. You heard about that? The axe. The axe. Yeah, you hear about the axe? No. What about the axe? I, I, well, I forgot what game was. I forgot what game after we lost. Hmm. Was it the, I think it was right before the Portland game, actually. Yeah. We lost big to somebody. I'm trying to remember. Um, Who who did we play that Sunday? Blazers? Who was the game before? Yeah, we played... Oh, we, oh, my gosh. I, I, I want to say it's the Magic, because I know we played the Magic, like, twice in, like, two weeks. Mm. I want to say it's the Magic, but I'm not sure, though. That, that might be the Magic. Because, you know what? It was right before the lineup change. It was yeah. right before the lineup change, so it might be the Magic. But he 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 came out with an axe. And he was like, you know what? We're going to start chopping down at this tree, this metaphorical tree. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I know you, everybody wants to win right now, mm-hmm. but it's all about habits, and we all we're trying to do right now is get 1% better every yeah. day. Just get one percent better. So you gotta, you're gonna keep chopping at this tree, and all you gotta do. He made all the players sign the axe. Mm-hmm. Everybody saw this, posted on Instagram and Twitter, and they all said that was the stupidest thing I ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, there I was like, bruh, dog, really fit that button on an axe for the players to sign. That's your big coaching move, dog. That's what we gonna do. Oh man, the Knicks fans are like, yo, who's man's? Yo, who's man's? Axe, like man, like listen, man, like. They're going to use that axe against you, Fizz. We keep losing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But then come turn out, come to find out it's working. Yep. Who's laughing now? Exactly. <laughs> Knicks Celtics. Yes, the Knicks won 117 to 109. <laughs> and as you know, when the Knicks win, 
I read no opposing teams. <laughs> I read, I read, I read. <laughs> I was like, yo, is the show ended? No, 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 no. This is just beginning. I mean, for the people who want to tank. Yeah. The show ended for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for us, we got, we got, we winning. We good. Yeah. So you know, next wins. I don't read any of the opposing team stats. So I'm sorry, people. If any Celtics fans are listening, no Kyrie. I am not no sorry. No for none of that. Oh. <laughs> so Trey Burke led the way. 29 points, 11 assists, six rebounds off the bench. <laughs> I miss it still your minute. Trey busy. Got busy. Yes, sir. Oh, we don't talk about that boy there, there, there. Tip Hardaway Jr., 21 points. <laughs> had a kind of an off night, but still managed to get 21. Yeah. He had a kind of off night, but still managed to get 21 points. Pretty good. Yep. Noah Vonley came home to Massachusetts and got 16 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists. Laid them out. Enos Kent had a double-double, 10 points, 10 rebounds. And Kevin Knox had a decent game off the bench. 11 points, 9 rebounds. Signs. Yep. Damn near double-double. Now we're going to get to the stats. The Knicks shot 50% from field goal, field goal range. 50% from three. Woo! The Celtics now. They held the Celtics to only 40% from the field and 30% from three. Lock. Dizzy. Yes, and that's the main stats right there. Like, that is the stat that really stands out the most. The Knicks played great defense and forced the Celtics to shoot badly from the field. All right. Now, um, yo, I didn't know really what to make of this game, dog, because when I first saw the Celtics, I was like, I was like yo, did they play last night? Mm-hmm. What happened? They looked excellent. Yeah, they looked yeah, they looked lethargic, especially in the first quarter. Right. And, like... I was, you know, I do post, I do post game live with CP on on, on our YouTube. Shout out to uh, post game live and CP. And some of these some of these Knicks fans was kind of like, not really trying to give us credit for winning this game. Oh, it's not one game. I was like, dog. Do you you do realize it's the Celtics, right? Yeah. Dog, you do realize this is on a back to back, right? Dog. Dog, how are you in the sweat of this win? Like, do you do realize we've been losing close games? All year, and this is the first one that we pulled out. Exactly. How are you mad? How are you mad? It's Nick. It's some Knicks fans just being Knicks fans. It is grumpy as hell. I don't exactly. Know. Get nothing can satisfy him, yo. I will just. I'm gonna just say, game knows, dog. Vonley shooting hot again. Missed the first quarter, dog. Shooting threes all the damn time. <laughs> He's always been hot in the first quarter, yes. So it looks like a days ago. Mitchell Robinson. Money making Mitch. Money, money, make it Mitch. Dog, this is like probably one of his best defensive games of the mm -hmm. of the, Did you read you read his stats? He didn't read his stats, right? Probably because like points and rebounds didn't really stand no, out. No, you gotta read those blocks though, dog. That's what you gotta read. Yeah. You see, ESPN doesn't show the blocks, that's the thing. He, but it shows that he had eight points, four rebounds. But let's see, blocks. If I can get to it, you can talk to me. Okay. Tell it All right. Song. Well, Mitch Robinson, I believe he had nine blocks, which is, is a career, like like the most since. I felt like it was, was it the most since any rookie, and it was like something. He had nine blocks, but Mitch Robinson was over the place, dog. 
playing all... He changed... He blocked a bunch of shots. Mm-hmm. And he just changed the directory of a bunch of shots. Matter of fact, Mitch had six blocks. Oh, six blocks. I'm dyslexic. I'm dyslexic. Sometimes my sixes and nines in my head. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Mitch had six blocks, and he was all over the damn place. And even after this, he changed many blocks, too. And this is the game where I said, he's not falling for those head fakes like he used to. Yeah. He's, like, running up to you, giving you the eye like the hunt. Mm-hmm. And scaring you out the, scaring you from the block. He's like, okay. And he was staying out of control. Matter of fact, he started to get teary eyed when you saw him and Frank Little King together. Woo! Oh my God. <laughs> Defensively, dog, Frank Little King and Mitch was giving the Celtics all sorts of problems, dog. Yeah. I think it was that third quarter or something mm-hmm. where the Knicks kind of made a push. Yeah. I think we were down. We made a push. They, those two. No, actually, the Knicks came out. The Knicks went, came out to an early. Like they were smacking the Celtics. Oh, they early. were smacking us. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, like yeah, like I think in the second in the second quarter they had the Celtics. Like they were up on the Celtics by like twenty six. And you know what else too? Um, Trey Burke. How many assists did Trey Burke have that game? Trey Burke had, let me see, he had, ele- yeah, 11 assists. This is one of those games where I was just like, yo, this guy used to average seven assists a game as a start of last season. I start to remember, what the hell happened? This is one of those games where he just ran amok. He was just super aggressive. He got those Russell Westbrook assists, you know what I mean? Where he put so mm-hmm. much pressure on the defense that the people start to collapse and just like, pass it out. Yeah. Three. Pass it out, jumper. Nice little layup. Like, he was surgically picking those dudes apart, man. Yup. Love what I saw from Trey. And, you know, I'm, I'm a... <clears throat> and you know what, too, about Trey... Before this game even started, Trey was talking about not making excuses. And he was like, I'm tired of using this I'm a young team excuse, man. Mm-hmm. He's like, we can't keep our head, we can't put our heads down. We can't. He said, every time we take a punch, every time the other team punches at us, we kind of fold. Yeah. Instead of punching right back at him. We need to start punching right back at him. And I felt like the Celtic game. The Portland game was the first time where I really saw Trey's like, nah, I'm punching these dudes back. Mm-hmm. He wasn't scared of the moment. He 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 stopped being in his head and he just took over. Yeah. And the coach stopped him. So I'm gonna applaud David Fisdale. <laughs> for not stopping Trey this time. Cause fourth quarter came, mm-hmm. game was on the line, Celtics. We're willing to lead down. Yeah, they were. It was crunch time. And instead of taking uh instead of taking out uh Trey Burke for Moutier in the <laughs> last minutes when Trey Burke got hot, he left him in the game. And Trey Burke kept hitting dagger after yeah. dagger after dagger. And finally. Yeah, Trey, Trey brought the Knicks home. That three-point bucket at the top of the key. Oh, yeah, over Jason Tatum. That step back. <laughs> Cold-blooded killer, dog. Ice water in the veins. Ice water in the veins. I loved it, dog. 
For real. That's that's all I got to say about that damn game. Next game. <laughs> yeah. Before we get to the next game, I do want to um say this um, stat right quick. The positive plus and minus. The Knicks bench. Knox, plus 11. Mitchell Robinson, plus 7. Frank, plus 10. Burke, plus 10. Trier, plus 14. Yo, the whole... Everybody contributed, man. Everybody. Kevin Knox had two huge back-to-back threes in that fourth quarter, man. Yeah. Two huge ones. And that's the thing about Kevin Knox that you have to admire. Mm Mm-hmm. He's not afraid. He's not afraid of the moment. Yeah, definitely not. He's going to shoot it. If he's open, he's going to shoot it. And you also got to love Von Lay. Von Lay was out Hortfering Hortford, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Von Lay was out Hortfering Hortford. He was shooting threes. He was going mm-hmm. to the hole. He was, yo, is it me or is Von Lay's like post-up game gotten better? Yeah. He, doesn't, he doesn't have like a lot of moves. He's that little jump hook is just working. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he's built like he got the power. Yeah, he's just out muscling dudes. Yeah, so. just just got just got to um back him down and then just shoot that little baby hook. Yeah, That's yo. All. So shout out, shout out to those guys, man. Yes, sir. Second unit. All right, so we're gonna get to the Knicks and the Pelicans. I ain't. The Knicks won one fourteen one oh nine. Pele, 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 Pele. Yes, the stats and the facts. Your man's Moutier, 27 points, 7 rebounds. Moo, damn it! <laughs> Y'all doubted that, man. Come to the altar. All the Moody haters, come to the altar, man. Exactly. Repent. <laughs> lay down your sins. Lay down your hate. <laughs> Breathe in the positivity. <sighs> Breathe out the hate. Moody is here. Exactly. He's playing well. Let that man live. And he shot 50% from the field, too. Let and, me just throw that in there And right he quick. shot 50%. They think he had four steals that game, too. Yeah. Look at that. Your man, Alonzo Trier. 25 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists off the bench. That's a bench player, dog. That's a bench player, dog. Undrafted, career-high 25 points. That dude out here looking like damn Lou Williams. Word, a guard getting 8 rebounds? Come on, dog. Yeah. Come on, man. And here's the best part. He shot 9 of 12 from the field, so he was highly efficient. Yeah, man, I can't wait to see how I got developed, man. He's going to be a problem. Yeah. Enos Cantor, double-double, 17 points, 12 rebounds. All right. And Noah Vonley, double-double, 14 points, 11 rebounds. Not the stats. Again, the Knicks shut down the Pelicans on defense. 39.6% the Pelicans shot and 25% from three. I shut him down. I shut him down. That, that's what the stats Oh, that's it? Facts. Okay, all right, all right, all right. That, that's the stat that stood out the most. That's what's up. Again, Von Lee starting off real hot, shooting mad threes, dog. Yep. It seemed like he just found it out, man. Ever since that game when they told him to get that arc, mm-hmm. that arc up, he's just remembering, all right, I'm Noah. This is my arc. <laughs> and all the shots are going in right now. Exactly. That's what we're doing. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, Hardaway wasn't shooting that. He had a slow start that game. I'm not going to. Yeah, he shot 2 of 15, only 7 points. Yeah. I will say this. This is one of those games where Knox 
playing the four was like, ooh. Yeah, it wasn't too great. It wasn't too great. Mom, dude, what's the dude's name who came from the Bulls? From the Bulls? Yeah. Oh, Meritick. Meritick, yes. Meritick was kind of abusing them. The book was out on Knox. Mm-hmm. Everybody was pretty much everybody was pretty much post knocks up that game. It was yeah. like, okay, he's a four. We're not going to let him just kind of just guard us on the perimeter. We're going to post him every time, and he got into foul trouble. Yeah. And... Yeah, and Mitch was in foul trouble, too. I, actually, Mitch fouled out that game. Yeah, Mitch fouled out that game, yeah, like man. Like, nine minutes. <laughs> yeah, nine minutes, man. Damn, Mitch. <laughs> Damn. Money, money, make it, Mitch. I will say this. He got also got, like, a flagrant. Oh, yeah, he did, yeah. And there was some Knicks... You know, there's some chatter. People were saying that he shouldn't have got thrown out. Mm-hmm. I actually think he should have. Actually, I think he actually think he should have. Like he um before that play, we'll see. There was a play where he was guarding Anthony Davis. Anthony mm-hmm. Davis jumped up in the air. Mitch tried to block him. He turned around. He got under his foot. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis kind of like hyperextended his calf because Mitch was under his his um his landing space. Mm-hmm. They called a foul. Everybody remembers the the uh, the Kobe injury, right? Yeah. When, uh, who's Bruce Bowen? Wait, wait, wait. Not Bruce Bowen. Wait, when he injured his Achilles? Yeah. What? I think he injured his Achilles against the Warriors. Who's, no, who stepped under Kobe's, um, who stepped under Kobe while he was shooting the injured in? If, you, if you're talking about back in the day, I think Bowen did it, like, maybe once or so. Yes. If you're talking about back in the day, yeah. That's a prominent injury in the NBA, man, and... I know it's not intentional. I know Mitch wasn't trying to do that intentionally and hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. But he just kind of has to be aware of what is happening with your body. And you can't... And, and just where people are because you can really mess up some people's careers like that. Yeah. So he he did it to to AD. And then like a play or two later, mm-hmm. he did it to Mirichick. And it was upset that he kind of got thrown the game. But I actually believe like, you know what? Just learn that lesson right now. Mm-hmm. Just so you can be my... I know it's not malicious. But learn that lesson so we you don't be ending people's careers out here, though. Yeah. Yeah, because that Meritick one, I, I I didn't see the Anthony Davis one, but I saw the Meritick one where, like, where I think Meritick shot the three. Yeah. Yeah, and he, and he came under him, and, and Meritick was, like, holding his, like, calf or ankle, something like that. Right. Yeah, after after the um foul was called. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So um, I, I do believe that he needs to, you know... Well, that, that's the point. Anyway, Knicks still end up winning that game, though. Yeah. And I, shout out to the second unit, because second unit, you know, second in the league in scoring. Mm-hmm. Did his thing. Burke, Frank, Trier, Vonley, Mario. Did they thug, thizzle. Trier, of course, career high. Mm-hmm. 25 points was doing his thing. Vonley always does his thing with that unit. And um, I like what I saw from the second unit that game. Yeah. And listen, the Knicks fought, man. This is one of those games where you realize... Yo, the Knicks might be turning around. This habits thing is, mm-hmm. is, is happening for us. We look a lot more calmer in fourth quarter situations. Yeah, we don't take as many crazy shots, and we're a lot more methodical than we used to be. Like we kind of, and you know what? Too, you know what else I noticed? We don't really rely on Tim Hardaway Jr. to do everything for us. Yeah, not at this moment. Yeah, we kind of spread the wealth. We go Trey, we go Trier, mm-hmm. we go Tim Hardaway. And even go Moutier sometimes. Like these, these are like, these are some of these games where you start to realize, like, okay, having those multiple ball handlers that Fizz like to has on the floor has its, has its uh, use because 
The Knicks are playing a lot of ISO ball, mm-hmm. which is still you still want to you still want to start to see some plays kind of be developed for the Knicks. I feel like the you no know, Fizz still hasn't really developed a, like an offensive playbook yet. It's still straight up pick and roll, mm-hmm. straight up curl plays. But um, you start to see that having different people who can who can put the ball in the hole help. Even if you isoing at one point, they get shut it down. They reverse the other side, and mm-hmm. the, then the defense is scrambled, and somebody else can make a play on the other side of, of the ball, and it's been helping us yeah. close out games. Next, we're down nine minutes with five thirty five minutes and thirty seconds left. Fought back, won the game. Yeah, matter of fact, I think one of the key moments was like Moutier, because I think like during that like t- time when the Knicks were down by nine. Yeah, Moody, Moody had like a nine-two run on his own, like yeah, he like nine straight Knicks points. All by his damn self. Everybody yeah. was like, "Is this Moody? Eh? Exactly. Is this what? Is this can I see? Is this what's happening? He got steals. Yup. I think he scored like sixteen in the fourth quarter by itself. Like dog. Like yo, this is not Who's the Moody. Who's man is this? Exactly. <laughs> like, like yo, this is not the Moody I know. From like the what's Congo, man. He came yeah, out here to play, and, dog. Like yo, what's going on right now? Yeah, like, I'm staying in this NBA. This is not my last contract, goddammit. it. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't trying to go back to China. That's the thing. Definitely not doing that, dog. <laughs> not having that. Stephon Milbury diving down. Nah, we doing that right here. Exactly, yo. Even though Steph won like three, di- three like championships and got some set. Yeah, he got his own statue and yeah. stuff too. Yeah, but yo, shout out to Moody, man, holding it down, taking that step and growing, man. Yes, sir. Bracing adversity. Knicks eventually end up winning that game, led by. 27 points of Emmanuel. And helped by the 25 points of Trier. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Sir. yes. How much time is left? We have about 27 minutes remaining. Okay. Yeah, so we're, making, <laughs> so we're making good time. Okay, so we're going to get to the Knicks and the Grizz. All right, all right, all right. The Knicks won 103.98. The reason why the score is so low is because the Grizzlies like to play that grit and grind, but the Knicks beat them at their own game. Beat them at their own gizzy. Tim Hardaway Jr. led the way with 22 points. Your guy, Enos Cantor, 21 points, career high 26 rebounds. Oh, yeah. Let's go, Cantor. Emmanuel Moutier, 17 points, 4 assists. Mood, let's go. Trey Burke had 15 points. He was kind of off this game, but still managed to get 15 points. He made points when it counted. Huh? He made some points. He made points when it counted. Yeah. And Alonzo Trey had 10 points, 4 rebounds off the bench. Now, here's the key stats to this game. The Knicks only shot 37% from the field, 36% from three. But this is where the Knicks got their points. Offensive rebounds uh-huh. and second-chance points. The Knicks out-rebounded the Grizzlies 69-49. to 49. Damn! And also, Grizzlies, a team that's known for limiting fast break opportunities. The Knicks got out on the fast break against them because the Knicks had 23 fast break points. That's impressive. Yes, it is. That is the Moody effect. 
<laughs> and the Trey Burke effect, too. Yep. They're pushing that pace, man. They're pushing that pace. Oh, man. So, this was a slugfest, like you said. Mm-hmm. The Knicks only have 43 points and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let you know what kind of stuff like that is. And it isn't looking, it was not pretty, man. It definitely wasn't. It, and let me just, let me say this too. Knicks have not won in Memphis since 2011. Goddamn. <laughs> and yeah, you got that win. Got that win now, though. Yeah. Got that win now. Uh, Marcus Saul is a beast. I'll just start off by saying Marcus Saul is a damn beast. Yo. Yes, he is. He was beasting. Uh, he got everybody in foul trouble. Yeah. He got Robinson in foul trouble. He got Von Lee in foul trouble. He was just racking up fouls left. Yeah, and nobody right. couldn't stop him. But I know he could. I know someone he couldn't stop though. Who? Cantor. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Knicks fan. I know there's a lot of Knicks fans who don't like Cantor. Is Cantor's a polarizing guy, dog? Yeah. Polarizing guy. Some people say he doesn't like. His, they don't like his defense, and they feel like his stats are empty. Some people are saying, you know, he's a good rebounder and he's a good like character guy. His stats weren't empty in that Grizzlies game, though. Yeah. His stats were not empty in that Grizzlies game. I I don't think we would have won that Grizzlies game without without Cantor. Exactly. So rebounding. Shout out to Cantor. And also, um, this is a game where Cantor was left in the final moments. He was not taken out in the fourth quarter for defense. He actually, I will say this, Cantor's pick and roll D was a little spotty. Mm-hmm. But Overall, his rotations were pretty good. Yeah, well, he, he I, I don't think he played terrible defense that game. I don't think he played terrible defense that game either. Actually, like, he had some miscues, but I also feel like he had some highlights too. And I also kind of feel like his reputation mm-hmm. got him some fouls, not necessarily his defense. Yeah. Because I feel there was a few times where, where Cantor played perfect defense and blocked Mark Gasol's shot, and he got a foul call wrong. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I don't, I don't, I didn't see the foul there. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. So shout out to Cantor for um, his career high, career high, twenty six rebounds. We needed all of it. Yeah, all of it. And I think he had like 20, 20 defensive rebounds or something crazy. Yeah, ending all our defensive possessions. So shout out to Cantor. But yeah. So yeah, shout. I will. I will say. I'm not gonna recap that whole whole game. Mm-hmm. I will say this. I liked what I saw from Cantor. It still amazes me that even with that little that crazy hitch, mm-hmm. that Moody's three point jumper is going in. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, yo, how does he do that? He like shoots and it stops and it shoots mm-hmm. again in one. Sh- that's weird. Mm-hmm. What is going in? As long as it goes in. Exactly. Hey, as long as it goes in. Yeah, and it didn't look good for us. Like, the Grizzlies had a 13-point lead in the third. Yeah. And the Knicks ended up cutting to two. Largely because Hardaway and Cantor, man. Hardaway was not playing well, and he woke up. Yeah. And those two kind of rallied the troops. And even though no one had a really big scoring game, mm-hmm. there's just guys who made buckets when it counted. Exactly. Hardaway made like a really clutch bucket. It was like a curl play mm-hmm. on the right side of the court for three when the game was tight. Yeah. Big bucket from him. Trey Burke as well, man. Not afraid of the moment. Mm-hmm. Hit some big buckets, and so the can. And with the key steal too. Yeah. Key stealing. Yeah, but, again, well, but, but, but we, we want to save that though. We want to save that. Then, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 yeah, we gotta save that though. Ooh, da, da, da. Oh man, and I'm being a good Samaritan. So I'm I'm being so much of a good Samaritan right now. Yeah, <laughs> so much. 
I'm letting Ryan have the. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Don't say I never gave him nothing. <laughs> Early Christmas present. Yeah, man. But yeah, shout out to the Knicks finally closing it down. We are closing team, damn it. Yes, sir. We are closing. Get in there. We have like a three or four headed monster of closers. Yeah. And not even just the offensive end. We buckled down defensively on that Memphis team, though. Yo. You started to realize, though, yo, I, f I started feeling bad for um for Michael Conley, dog. <laughs> I started feeling bad for the dog. Like, it was like, all by myself. Like, all, all everything was going through Mike, dog. Yeah, like, he had, a, he had a good game. He did. He did, but he needed help. Yeah, he did. He needed some damn help, man. And, and, and he's a three-pointer, too. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he's a three-point shot, dog. Yeah, but instead his teammates helped us. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you for your service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the end of our game recaps. Yes. Three yes. games in a row. Tank is stalled. For now. For now. Depending on how you feel. Yeah. I, for one, I like I like that our team is playing well. Yeah, I like I like the fact that Knicks are playing well too. Yeah, and um, we'll see what happens moving forward. Yes, but you know what? It's time for one of our favorite parts of the show. The ooze. Ooh. Ooh picks. If it's your first time listening to the show, the ooh picks are top plays of the Wizik. Yes, sir. Here we go. This okay. guy. I'm a hater. <laughs> I'm a hater. This guy is taking the pick. Yeah. So while you do that, I'm going to look for my other ooh picks because you already took the best one. I got two ooh picks and now that I think about oh, it. Oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> man. Don't take my other one. All right. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to set the scene right quick. The Knicks up 94-93 okay. in the fourth quarter, 149 remaining. Oh, he ain't getting details. He's getting yes. score. Garrett Temple had the ball at the top of the key. He was searching for Mike Conley coming off the curl. Mike Conley was coming off the curl. Yeah. He was, he was open. But your man Trey Burke, Mrs. Thea Minutes, saw that pass coming. Oh, oh I miss Thea Your Minutes. Saw the ball, too. <laughs> so Trey Burke ain't even bothered to chase Conley around. He just stepped right into the passing lane, stole the ball, started a fast break. Mm. Then he saw... Your man, Emmanuel Moutier. Mood. Marauding <laughs> down the court. Marauding. I like that word. That's yes. Or marauding. Burke feeds him the bounce pass, and Moutier looks at the basket. He sees, but he sees the only person separating him from the basket is Temple. Victim. <laughs> so Moutier, with no regard to life, rides up in the air, hammers it on Temple, one-handed slam. Reject. The fact that reject, reject. Where's the, where's the, where's the, where, where? I don't even know what's going on. I don't right know. Boom shakalaka. Yeah. I don't even know what's going on right now, people. Boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. Boom, boom, boom shakalaka. But yeah, um, he violated Temple Carter body. Oh. And to make. And to add insult to injury, Temple was fouled out on the play. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. And I want to add that Moutier went up with his right hand, not even his strong hand. Not even your strong hand, his man. His right hand. His right hand. You don't, need, you don't need your strong hand to take you down, bro. You're doing his weak hand. What do you need that for, man? Exactly. <laughs> all right, all right. 
And my second ooh pick goes to Trey Burke. <laughs> Took my second ooh, but I don't like it. You heard me talk about it. He's like, oh, I'm gonna use that for my ooh pick too. Whatever. Actually, actually, it came back to me before we talked about it. Uh huh. Um, That's the story you're going with. I got it. Later, get later. The Celtics game. Yeah, yeah. The Knicks <laughs> needed that big basket. Yeah. So what happened? <laughs> Less than twenty seconds to go. Trey Burke was sizing up Jason Tatum. Celtics were probably like, you know what? We don't want this guy Trey Burke to go up, so we're gonna put the bigger guy on him. So Trey Burke sizes him up. Fakes like he was driving to the basket. Step back. What? Three. Ooh. S- nothing but net. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Game. Game set blouses. Exactly. <laughs> and that's my ooh picks. <sighs> Gosh. <laughs> I know we like Scorpio brothers and stuff, but you know, you ain't have to do me like that, though. You have to take all the good ones. No, my fault. all, yeah, you know my fault. You're my fault. You're my fault. So you just don't Whatever, though. It's all good. Anyway. I got you next time, yo. I'm only going to have one ooh pick next, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next, next episode. Only one. I usually have like 30 of them, though. Exactly. I, use, I don't know. I've been off my game this week. Anyway, ooh pick. Knicks versus the Pelicans. Pele, Pele. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trey Burke orchestrating the offense. Mm-hmm. My guy. Money, money, make it, Mitch. That's a pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two people go at Burke. Yeah. Now you're in trouble. <laughs> Burke sees that Mitch is all by himself, mm-hmm. lobs it in the air. Boom shakalaka! For the dunk. Ooh. That's what I meant to do for you. My bad, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely ooh right there. Yeah, that was the ooh pig right there. Yes, sir. And yeah. I mean, there was another play that was similar to that. Why not? Same thing. Mm-hmm. Money making Mitch. Money, money making Mitch. Sets a pick for no laundry has a board. Money making Mitch sets a pick. Mm-hmm. Rolls through the hole. I forgot what game this was though. What game was this? With Trip? Yes. E. This was the. Yeah, we're probably gonna have to look to look that up. I can't recall which game either. That was, oh, I think it was New Orleans game as well. It was New Orleans game as well. Okay. That's right. Okay, I okay, got here. We go. Trey, yeah, Trier dribbles to the top of the key. Mitch has a pick. Now, Mitch has been setting picks pretty good recently. He's not yeah. doing the stupid picks like he used to do beginning. He's actually mm-hmm. learned. Some solid pick. Mm-hmm. Two people come to Trier. Mitch rolls to the basket. Same thing. Lob. Slam. Boom shakalaka. At least he got money, it right this money, time. Make it, Mitch. Woo. Oh. Second pick. Yes. Same damn play. Two different people. Yes, yes. Same damn team. Same result. That's why they lost. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I think I'm I'm good on that. I'm good. All right, so we're going going to get to the next segment, which is the bro picks. Bruh. You have any bro picks? Do I have any bro picks this week? I don't think I have bro. I I feel like I'm forgetting something. You probably are, but to be honest with you, like on Instagram, I didn't really see any bro picks this week. Um, 
Then, of course, Inside the NBA didn't come on this week, so, I, you know, Shaq couldn't help me out. Nah. Bit, you know, one or two. What do you mean? Shaq be stealing from us. Yeah, true <laughs> But I do have a um, broad pick from the Knicks and Grizzlies game, though. Okay. Frank Nilakina and Kevin Knox. If you were paying attention in that game, both guys airballed a three. Oh! Bruh. Bruh. That was a bro pick. From the same spot on the left side of the court to on the wing. Oh, that shot is cursed. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know what Oh, the, that I, was the bro. That's the one that, yes. The crazy part about that one, too, for Frank was he hit the three right before that. Yeah. And then he came over there and he, and he airballed it. I'm like, Bruh. what's happening? What's your confidence? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if the Grizzlies have, like, the, have like extra air coming from that side of the court or something. <laughs> it's but like that breeze. Exactly. Yeah, that yo, Memphis but, breeze is harsh. Exactly. Yo, but, for, but for whatever reason, Nilekina airballed the, airballed the three from that same area and Kevin Knox airballed the three from that same spot. Man. And I have a whose man's is this? Whose man's is this? <laughs> this is kind of this is actually kind of a positive whose man's is this. But my ooh, my but my whose man's is this goes to Emmanuel Moutier. Cause I don't know what guy I'm seeing on the court right now. <laughs> he has me say whose man's is this because I don't know, cause I'm like, yo, is that really Moutier or is that a clone? Cause I don't know what's going on right ooh. now. That's funny. That's a oopie coming low. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Exactly. But yeah, that's my bro pick of whose man's is this. Hopefully next week there will be a lot more funny stuff happening and I could have a whole plethora of plethora. bro picks and whose man's is this for um next um next week. Oh, I have one more pick. Back. All right. Frank. DJ. Yeah, Frank, man. Celtics game. Mm-hmm. Frank got a little bit, got a little bit, got a little bit busy. Got a little bit busy in the ring, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I know, I think I think the Celtics are a little pissed that the Knicks is going on a little run. Yeah. They're trying to pressure him a little bit. And uh, Kyrie Irving decides he wants to pressure Frank. And Frank hits him with, like, a little, like, Mellow move where he like swings the ball from the right side to the left under. Mm-hmm. Drives hard left. Gets, meets a uh, Morris twin in the middle of the floor. Goes up, goes under. Yeah. Scoops and there's like the little scoop face with it. <laughs> oh. Nice little up and under from the French. Yeah, the French prince. Frizzy. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's it. All right, so I guess we've come to the end of the show. That is the end of our show. What games do we have this week? Yeah, I, I know I looked it up the um earlier. I know the Pistons are tomorrow, Tuesday. Okay. And then I think after that we have the um let me see. I know I pulled it up, yeah. The 76 is on Wednesday. Whoa! Back to back. It's a back to back? Yeah. Back to back. And then we have so open up December. The Bucks and the Knicks on Saturday. Okay. And that's it for the week. Wait. No Sunday game? No Sunday game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No Sunday game. Oh, what a time for Kathy to be in Berlin. Yeah, I know, right? Damn it, yo. Oh, that would have been perfect. Yeah, she probably would have been able to come through that day. But you know what? Maybe we can get a guest that day. 
Hmm. I made somebody up. We'll see what happens. Okay. Since there's no games that Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try to get a guest that game. That's what's up. How you see that we going, the record? Nick's playing good right now. I mean... You just never know. The Pistons are going to be... A, the Pistons is a road game. Mm. So... It's a tough week, dog. You know what? It's a tough week. Knicks are, Knicks are going to go on that four-game winning streak. They're going to beat the Pistons in Detroit. I can see that. Then they're going to be at 76ers. I think that's going to be an L. Yeah, that's an L. And then... The Bucks. They're going to have the Bucks at home. That's another L. More than likely... I'm going to put positive vibes in there. Knicks beating the Bucks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Tank. Uh, the, the Tank guys are like, that's not positive vibes, though. The positive vibes are Knicks losing. I don't care. I like to see the Knicks win. Me too. That is our show. Yes, sir. This is the debut of the Brazilian God Hats. What's good? What's good? What's good? Yes, cop, yes. Cop, 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 cop the merch. Cop the merch. Listen, man. Listen, guys. We are trying to buy a camera. I want actually want to get two cameras. Yeah. So we get the jump cuts. You can be like, you know, a little Joe Button podcast stuff going to happen. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what's going on? You're trying to be Breakfast Club over here. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah, trying, yeah. trying to upgrade. We're trying to be exclusive for y'all. For y'all. So if y'all want to support the Nick of Time show, go to the links in the descriptions. The Nick of Time show.com slash catalog. Buy the merch, buy the hats, buy the, the, the hoodies. Uh, people are loving the Fizz hoodies. Uh, and the hoodies in general. Yeah. Getting good reviews on those. Hop those, help us get these cameras, and yeah, man, keep this keep this train going. And you know what? Tell a friend to please like, please subscribe, please follow. We are on SoundCloud, we are on yes. YouTube, we are on Instagram, we are on Twitter. Yes, right? but but is is a YouTube.com slash the Time Show? Yes, it is YouTube.com slash the Time Show. Instagram.com slash the Time Show. I mean. I mean, Instagram is just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Nick of Time Show. Yeah, just look at the Nick of Time Show, yeah. Yeah. Twitter. Uh, Twitter.com slash The KOT Show. Yes, yes. And um, SoundCloud. Yeah, slash the, the, the Nick of Time Show. Yeah, SoundCloud.com slash The Nick of Time Show. Don't forget the the. Yes. Do not forget the the is in everything. Yes, everything. Don't, don't forget it. Yes. Yeah, buy that merch. Links are in all those descriptions, hmm. I believe. Except for Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but we still have his house on Twitter, though, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just follow, yeah, yeah. Just just follow, follow us. Yeah, just yeah, follow yeah, us, yeah. and you'll see, yeah. You will see. That is it, man. Yes, sir. So where can they find you, my brother? They can find me on Instagram at Sir G is Chillin'. Sir G is Chillin'. That is S-I-R-G-I-S-C-H-I-L-L-I-N. And then, you know, as usual, I'll be dropping the um the writings. Yeah. For the podcast. And look out, we have a couple new writers. Word, word, word. So um, be on the lookout for their posts as well. We're going to be posting theirs as well. And um, and again, like if you're interested in writing for the podcast, just hit us up. And we'll set you up. You know, let's, let's make it happen. Or if you're a videographer, you want to be interested in helping, working with us, hit us, hit us up. If you're a graphic designer and you're interested mm-hmm. in helping, helping us out, hit us up. Yeah, just... We can use all the help we, we can get. We can use all the... We trying, we trying to grow, man. Exactly. We trying to go. I mean, you know, we're going to grow, damn it. We're, we're, we're heading in the right direction. I'm happy the way this thing is going. And yeah, man, grow with us, dog. Yeah. And shh. Uh, that is it. This time I will hit the button for real and delivery. 
We are oh, out of here. You, you're not going to tell the people your IG? Oh, yeah. I forgot. It's lit. <laughs> you can find me at J Ellis Draws Things. That's J-E-L-L-I-S Draws Things. Yeah, and that's it. Thank you, people, for mm-hmm. listening to our podcast. Yeah. Have a pleasant night. Yeah. Yo, shout out, shout out to The Rock, because Trey Burke signed to The Rock. Oh, yeah. Diamonds in the sky. Yup, yup. <laughs> you trying to get that dough? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's it. And we out of here. Uh, we out. Peace. Yep. Peace and love out to where you from. What all about the world they have come.